What will you do to unlock innovation? In today's fast-paced world, innovation might not be enough. Tomorrow's pioneers of change will need to be agile, able to adapt, and committed like never before. Your host, Santa Vending, invites you to listen in and join business leaders from around the world as they share their visions for success in our future business challenges. Welcome to Unlock Innovation. I'm your host, Santa Vending. I'm always excited to learn. Uh, and in today's podcast, we'll talk about innovation, data transformation, and agility. I want to welcome Louisa Temkulhan. She's an international leader with outstanding experience within environmental industry. She's a chief advisor, environment and social risk at EKF. She worked in Australia and Denmark, and she's also been a speaker at the International Association for Impact Assessment Conference. So welcome, Louisa. Thanks, Anna. And thanks for inviting me to your podcast. I'm very honored. So tell me about your passion for being innovative and a little bit about yourself. My passion uh, in innovation, I think that's mainly because I, I like to uh, improve processes in companies and uh, make sure that uh, they are, run, they are uh, running lean. And uh, I think that's important in order to get better results. Um, I, am, uh, I have a master in environmental engineering and uh, I have uh, 20 years experience in uh, management systems and due diligence. Um, my first experience was an, as an environmental manager uh, in a construction company in Australia. And then I've also had experience as a civic engineer. And uh, then I, I've been a QHES manager, uh, quality environmental health and safety manager for a production company with a complex supply chain. Um, I work for EKF now uh, mm -hmm. as a, a, a chief advisor in environmental and social risk, as you mentioned. And EKF, what is EKF? It's an uh, export credit agency, uh, the Danish export credit agency. And an export credit agency is um, all OECD countries have an export credit agency. In, in America, it's called Exxon. And a credit agent um, uh, agency is, um, they are supporting, or they're guaranteed projects, uh, international projects, where there is going in, for, for Denmark's case, it's a Danish export that is going to these projects. And uh, my job is to ensure that these projects comply with environmental and social um, requirements, uh, international requirements. And as well, uh, I also, it's also a part of my job to find digital solutions uh, um, within monitoring and uh, greenhouse gas emissions. Nice. So um, I know you've been a big part of this digital transformation journey at your organization. Um, so can you tell me a little bit more about that? Because I'm pretty sure that, you know, it requires some skill set, you know, the data collection, you have to be cre creative, um, you have project members you have to look at, you have the stakeholders, which is the bank. Um, so to tell me about the journey you've been through um, where you work right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a journey we are uh, uh, partly in, it's an ongoing uh, journey, and um, we, 
we are actually looking at these projects. Uh, there is some specific uh, parameters we have to look at. Uh, there is in total nine to seven different parameters. Uh, uh, overall parameters these projects have to comply with. And uh, it has always been like a report we get a PDF and there, mm -hmm. so you you look at those and you read this novel <laughs> to see what <laughs> there is of uh, how, how these different parameters are performing. Yeah. So, it's, so this is a, a case where it's obviously a benefit to transform these uh, written text into data collected uh, parameters. So what I have done is to make a monitoring tool where you um, give the data for all these parameters for each project. And it is a long journey because it's not it's an, as far as I've seen, it haven't been done before, but yeah. it is definitely a, a, a thing which can improve the, um, the monitoring of our projects because it's much easier in, for us to, to make a visualization of how the projects are performing because you are able to filter in all these different parameters. Such as performance. So it's a much more dynamic tool because you can Not access totally. and saying, yeah. if I'm this user, I need to see this, I need to compare that. It, it gives you that visibility. So it's, it's I, when I hear what you're telling, right? It's give you transparency uh, and makes yes. you easy access. Um, and you right. can also compare the projects that you said, right? Yes, you can compare. You can compare different projects to each other, but you can also compare, compare one project with uh, two years ago or how it has been performed during the years. Our projects are actually running 15 to 18 years. It's, uh, uh, yeah. it's a long life cycle. Yeah. So, yeah. so it is a lot of data or it's a lot of reports we have for our projects. And in this way, you can, you can collect the data for, for the monitoring and see how each parameter is performing. Performing. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. the whole people aspect, because I, I know, right, when you come in and or not, if you create a new tool, um, there's the amazing of, of having the tool, there's learning how to use the tool, but it, it does also the whole management to say, getting the transformation of, of being, of, of getting adjusted to use the tool within an organization. So has that been an easy journey? Or has it been a little bit uphill journey? How, how has it, how has the, the welcoming of this new tool, or is it maybe it's still in the process? That's what I'm asking, right? If, um, where, where are you right now with that? Yeah, it is definitely in the beginning of the, the process and it is a long journey. Uh, and I think it's uh, very important to, to, uh, to, to uh, accept that the, the first version of such a tool is like the skateboard. And then you have to ensure that all the people who are the stakeholders and the project that they start to use this tool and accept that there might be some, a lot of uh, corrections and adjustments uh, when you use the tools because it's, 
it's, it, it can be quite complex. And I think it's important not to do these tools too complex, but be, be able to um, quick to, um, to change any uh, parameters when, mm -hmm. if that's necessary. Okay, so, so when developing a new tool um, or process, what kind of advice would you recommend that if, if somebody is sitting here and listening, right, saying, oh, I'm just in the right, right there? I think it's, a, it's important that when you, you develop the tools that you get, get a clear description of what is the problem, what, what is it you want to improve with this tool. And, uh, and then to make, uh, to understand that this is like a long term for you to, to, to achieve that. Uh, and um, because you have to get the, all the, um, the users, um, they have to get. They so have you have to, to listen to them, right? Is, is, yeah, is that yeah. the input from the users or how did you? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's important to get the input from, from the users yeah. and, um, um, so you can develop a tool which they can can use all the users, and I think it's 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 it, but it's hard to to both make a tools which uh, all the users are happy with and uh, which gives the uh, the, the, the good uh, results. Uh, it's uh, it's important to to uh, accept the the skateboard version in the start. Yeah, I like I like that. Analogy. So I'm, I'm when I'm working a lot of processes, I'm always saying yeah. we're paving the road while we're driving on it, because uh, you can you can work yeah, exactly. for a long time on a process yeah. and saying now it's right there, you know, now it's yeah. perfect, and then you start yeah. using it and you find out because now you have users, it's not that perfect. You need to adjust. And so I like to make the small iterations, um, and I think what when I'm listening to you as well, you're saying make get get start to use it because that will. You, that will keep you. It will give you the learnings, quick, mm -hmm. and it will also give you the transformation that the, the project team start to learn to use the tool. Exactly. Yes, because I think it's a. Uh, um, it can be hard for. It's not. Yeah. If if uh, if you've had a, a team and they've used to to uh, do it, uh, having. Yeah, you know, that drawing, doing the monitoring, whether just read this report, it's it's a very big transformation for for them also to start to to uh, to do sorts of thing uh, where you collect the data, where yeah. you use a digital tool. Yeah, I have a question about the benefit of of the tool because you said you could actually now when using it you could compare projects. And before with all the PDF and the reports of 50 pages or more, it was not easy to, to compare the projects. So tell me a little bit about, you know, the, the benefit right now with the tool. Yeah, but the, the, with this tool, you know, it's now possible to compare your projects with each other. And uh, we have like 50 different projects. And now you can compare them and see which one have the have the highest risk within uh, biodiversity or labor or cultural heritage, uh, which are some of the parameters we are looking at, and uh, as well you can see which one is um, have the overall most risk. Which one should you use most resources on? So it's a big benefit that we can compare the different projects. And how do you then, because I'm sure it's not, you didn't hit the plateau and saying, okay, tool is, we're not going to develop anymore on, on this tool. 
So how do you, do you get feedback from the project team to say, hey, it'll be nice to have this feature or do you get, how do you, how do you listen to, 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 the, to the team and how do you improve the, the, the tool? Yeah, um, this is the very start of the journey for this tool here. It's still a little baby. And uh, I think it's so important to listen to the feedback and um, important to accept that uh, that you're still working on the skateboard version and uh, to be agile and listen uh, to, to this feedback there is because there is definitely room for improvement. Um, but uh, it's like when you develop sorts of tools, you just, you, you have to start somewhere and yeah, it's, I suppose it's, it's like a journey, that, right? That's, that's, it's a, yeah, it is yeah, a journey. It yeah. is a journey. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And it takes time to, to, to get used to it within an organization, the user of it, how to, to yeah, use it in meetings, um, talk to it with stakeholders. Um, but I'm, I'm excited. I'm, 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 I'm yeah. really excited that, to see you know, where, where it will go. And uh, thank you, Sandra. And I think it's also important to like to be patient with people because it's not everyone who is so such a data nerd as as I am and have a passion for the data and and can't get enough of it. So, so <laughs> it's important to be patient to, yeah. so you can get everyone to to jump on on the data digitalization. Station, yeah, that's yeah. that's it's a, a big a big buzzword right right now. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so in terms of, of innovation and, and data, um, what, what's the mo most important thing you can do in your space? Yeah, I think that's again to, 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 uh, to be pa patient and uh, to be uh, uh, agile uh, in respect to that. I Like when, when you do further development, listen to what your, uh, the users uh, have of suggestions and um, yeah, just to be make make sure that you um, you might have in your head you want it to be like this, and this is the right way to do it. But but as you have to 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 be adjust uh, to adjust to 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 others' users' uh, wishes. Um, yeah, yeah. And and I'm sure technology as well, right? Doesn't that take a big piece? Because could you have done this five years ago or twenty years ago? Uh, I'm sure technology think, has been a big uh, part of it as I well. Think, uh, I think it could have been done because yeah. I think this is a matter of that is just not been, haven't really maybe been direct uh, need for it because if you don't know that there is this possibility, maybe you so don't miss it. But I see that if we start to collect data digital on this project, then in the future, we can see the, that there is a big value in this data. And that's also why it takes time because we it takes some years also to, to collect these data. Yeah. By, but we will get more and more of it. And yeah. yeah. So I, I think it would have been possible. Yeah, yeah. And again, right, if you have good data that comes in and you can look at it and analyze it, you have much better outcome that comes out. But if you don't have it, if you only have 50% of the information, you don't have the same visibility, but it takes time as, as you just yeah. said. Yeah. So, 
So a big buzzword right now is the whole data, right? Data collection. Um, and a lot of companies are sitting and saying, okay, we need to jump on this journey so we can compare, we can get, collect all the data. So what, what do you see of the importance of, of this data collection? I think it is vital for a company nowadays to ensure that they are uh, in doing data collection. The best decisions that are made on um, data and they're not made on feelings. Yeah, and, and, and again, right, if you can also be overloaded in, in too much information or too much data. So I think it, it, it's vital, as you said, for, for, the, for the organization or for the company to make sure that they have implemented some tools or using some tools. It could be software, they can develop them themselves, but to have this so they can, they can actually get the information that they need, what they want to measure. Because with the data you have, you can see if you're happy or sad, and then you can go further in, you can double click and saying, okay, does this actually exactly. make sense? Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. And that, that again, can, can help the company to be a better, um, to, to innovate or to actually to help on growing in the best way. So have the whole growth aspect of in it. Exactly, Sana. Yeah, I, I so agree. Yeah. Um, last question is, so what would you tell Louisa 10 years ago? I think uh, I, I should have uh, been believed in those uh, ideas I had uh, and be more confident in, in them that they were, they were good ideas. <laughs> uh, I've, uh, many times when you have some new ideas, uh, it can have, I think it's typical that we all have heard those people who said, oh, we tried that before and it doesn't, and, and that's uh, that's uh, really, uh, that will take a lot of resources to do this and, you know, Having a, uh, yeah, I, I just think you, it's, it's important. You'll have to listen to all, but you also have to be able to filter out all the noise. Okay, I, I get it. Yeah, no, and sometimes you just have to try, right? Oh, yes, yes. Because yeah. then you can filter out again and say, yeah, this worked or this didn't work or the one that yeah. actually worked, then that's, that's where you can evolve and then that's, that's where you can shine. Exactly, so, yeah. Okay. So thank you so much for being on my podcast today. I'm excited. I learned new stuff today. So thank you so much. I'm so glad to be part of your podcast. And uh, uh, like you, I love to learn. And I think it's great if we can inspire others.